This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. See, you know when I walk out here, you are looking at what we have come to know as championship material. Yes, sir. What's going on, everyone? How you doing? What's up? Episode 273, future award-winning Talk of Buffalo podcast. Big, big thank you to everybody out there, as always, for continuing to listen, download, support the show. It really means a lot to me. If you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please go ahead and do that right now. Rate and review, all that fun stuff. It really, truly helps me continue to grow this podcast. Um, hope everyone, by the way, had a happy, very safe Thanksgiving. Pretty crazy in this world that we live in right now that when you're giving out Thanksgiving wishes that you got to wish people a safe Thanksgiving, but it is what it is. As for this episode today, I got a great guest coming up in just a minute. Jared Patterson has been an absolute stud running back at UB. I think he's probably... Probably the school's best prospect since Khalil Mack. Got to go back to Khalil Mack. Uh, Not only is Jared rewriting the school record book, he's smashing it, by the way. He's becoming one of the best running backs in the entire nation. Uh, Jared became the first freshman in school history a couple years ago to rush for over 1,000 yards as a freshman. Was the Mack freshman of the year. Then last year as a sophomore, he set school records, 1,799 rushing yards, 23 touchdowns, and if that wasn't enough, it's off to another amazing start this year through three games, and last week, I was sitting there in front of my TV at home down here in Florida, which is where I am for the time being anyway, and I watched the UB game, and Jared just ran for school record 301 yards, four touchdowns against Bowling Green on ESPN. That was really awesome to watch. Anyway, I got a chance a couple days ago to hook up with Jared for a chat via cell phone, which is like almost old school with today's podcasting technology. And I'll tell you what, my impression of Jared after chatting with him, both before, during, and after the interview, a very down-to-earth dude, man. Uh, Very humble, but also definitely confident. He doesn't lack confidence, but he's very humble about it. Uh, Very accommodating, generous with his time too. And I know that personally now because I'll tell you what, so Jared and I were taping initially, and for whatever reason, I was getting a really crappy audio reception on his end, and I started to get concerned that people listening, it would be a really bad audio quality, and they might tune it out. So after a handful of minutes or so, maybe, I don't know, six, seven minutes, uh, I I cut him off pretty much mid-sentence, and I asked him if I can call him back on a different connection, something that was a little bit better, and basically start over. So we did the entire first part of the interview completely over so I can get a more consumable sound for all you guys listening. And, you know, which I mean, for me, it's not a big deal. You know, I ain't got much to do, but 
this dude's busy. He's got school. He's got football. I'm sure he's got a lot of other obligations. So a lot going on. So it was really cool of him to agree to do a second take with some of those questions. I really appreciated that. But anyway, I get a sense that he's also like very gracious when it comes to sharing the praise that he gets with his teammates, especially his O-line. And you can also tell just how goal-driven Jared Patterson is. I, you know what, too? I also think he carries a little bit of a, a chip on his shoulder. You know, he's, he's become one of the best running backs in the nation. He's even on Heisman watch list at this point, as he should be. But, you know, coming out of high school, Jared wasn't really one of those blue chip, highly recruited players. Some coaches thought he was a little too short, too small, maybe not explosive enough coming out of high school, whatever else. And I think as a result, Jared... Uh, he carries that with him, at least a little bit anyway. And obviously, has really bad news for the defenses that he's been going up against. And I also got to say this too, selfishly of sorts. One of the things that really excited me about this interview that I did with Jared is that I'm looking forward to putting it in the podcast archives or you know, locking it up in a time capsule a little bit, whatever you want to say. And looking back someday, because I definitely get a sense that a few years from now, I'm going to look back at this interview, this this episode, and say that I was chatting with a future NFL running back. Now, I've reached out to several draft gurus that I know, and I asked them the same question. Do you consider Jared Patterson a legitimate NFL prospect? And every single one of them that I've talked to, they do. They consider him legit, legit NFL prospect. They think he's going to be playing on Sunday someday. And that excites me, and I'm sure it excites UB fans. And, you know, if you're a Buffalo sports fan or, you know, back where he is in Maryland, I'm sure you're very excited about that as well. So today we talk a little bit about his growing up in Maryland, his start with football, started playing at like seven years old, his relationship with his twin brother, James, both in football and life. And by the way, if you didn't already know this, his brother, James, his twin brother, James, is also a hell of a football player in his own. He's a big part of the UB program as well. So we talk about Jared's relationship with NFL rookie, second overall draft pick, Chase Young. Um, They've known each other since kids, since they were kids, I should say. Um, Again, we talk about his like non-extravagant recruiting process out of high school, adjusting to life as a college football player and a student. I get his thoughts on Buffalo, a couple of his favorite wing spots, so much more, including, by the way, a fun fact finale, which... You know, it's been a minute since I've had one of those because it's been a while since I've had a first-time guest on the show to be able to have one. So we learned tons of fun facts about Jared. I really like this kid. I am such a big fan of his. I'm not going to waste any more time. So here it is. This is my chat with University at Buffalo star running back Jared Patterson. All right, I am joined right now by a running back at the University at Buffalo. He's not just shiny, man. He is rewriting the school record book right now. Quite frankly, and I've said this to many people, I see him. He's emerging as one of those most impactful players at UB since the days of Khalil Mack. I am talking about Jared Patterson. What's going on, Jared? How you doing? Thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me, Glad to be here. And for everybody listening, by the way, this is take two because I screwed up the first time with some audio issues, but we got it fixed for you. But anyway, I, again, we're gonna. I'm kind of repeating a couple things to you here, though. So 
Thanks for your patience. And I, I wanted to say this too, right off the top, that there's a lot of UB fans out there that are diehard fans. And it doesn't matter if it's Jared Patterson, whoever's running the football, whoever's throwing the football, whoever the O-line is, the D-line, they're there and they're fans. Then there's a lot of casual fans that only certain players have that ability to kind of reel in. Like I said, like with Khalil Mack, he brought a lot of casual fans into UB. And I kind of feel like you're doing that as well now because I, I'm on Twitter and I know a lot of people in the sports media, a lot of Bills fans, and you don't hear too much about UB on a year-to-year basis, even though the team's been good for a while now. But this year and last year, kind of in a, a big buzz about UB, a much more casual fan buzz. And I, and I think that you got a lot to do with that, man. I really do. Yeah, man. It's just just to be honored, you know, uh, to be in the same singers as Khalil Mack is a blessing. You know, Buffalo, the Buffalo uh, community, man, have one of the best, best fans, you know, uh, the Buffalo Bills and us and the basketball team. You know, we really have diehard die fans here, you know, and that's why I, I kind of fell in love, you know, with this university cause, because of the people and because of the community. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do, Jared. When I have somebody on like yourself, I kind of, one of the things I like to do is give fans out there that are a big fan of you on the football field an opportunity to know a little bit more about you as a person off of it as well. And to do that, I kind of want to go back to the beginning. So, I know you're from the Glendale, Maryland area. What was life for a young Jared Patterson growing up in Maryland? Like, what were some of the things that you got into as a kid? Some of your hobbies, stuff like that. Yeah, really uh, going outside and, and, and playing, playing, playing with friends and, and my brother, you know, uh, really playing football, playing basketball, playing every sport, you know. Playing, playing at the playground. We were outside kids, you know. Our, our parents, you know, wanted us to be active. We was never really inside, you know. We were always on the go outside, doing something, exploring outside. And I think that that really made me the person, well, me and my brother, the person, the, the young men we are today, because we were outside, active, and and just having fun. Yeah. Now you and your brother James, obviously, you're intertwined, not just with football and family, of course, all that stuff combined, and your brother plays with the UB. We'll get into that in a few minutes, but what was it like growing up having a twin brother to to play with and compete with? Like the pros and cons of it with everything, because, again, outside of football, maybe it was checkers, maybe it was just, you know, playground games or whatever you guys did at home. You're kind of, you know, you're twin brothers, but you're also competing. Not a lot of people can even relate to having a brother or sister that's around their age, but yet let alone a twin. Like, what's that been like for you? Uh, it's been amazing, you know, uh, to have 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 a guy, you know, uh, you know, saying to have a guy that to have a guy that shares the same goals as you, you know, that really that really pushes you and everything, you know, in the classroom, on the field, you know, competing in everything we do, eating, could be racing up the steps and, and playing the game. It, it really, you know, it's a blessing, you know. Only thing that was kind of bad about it is, you know, when we were younger, our mom used to, you know, dress us up, you know, have the same outfits on and stuff like that. That that was probably the the, the annoying part of it. You know? <laughs> this always buys the same clothes, but man, it's a blessing to have have a twin brother, you know, to to keep you on your p's and q's and, and stuff like that. A guy you can can talk to, you know, he, he's going to be there for you, you know, no matter what. Yeah, who were who were a few of your uh, favorite teams growing up and favorite athletes as a young kid? 
Yeah, you know, I'm from I'm from the the Maryland area, you know, right out right outside, you know, the uh, the Washington D.C. area. You know, I was a, a was well, now the Washington team. You know, uh, I, I, growing up, I, I really watched 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 watch them. You know, a big big Barry Sanders guy. You know, uh, I, I love I love Barry Sanders. You know, uh, and that and that's 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 uh, really much it. You know. Yeah, man, it, Barry Sanders is my favorite football player ever. Now we were talking a little bit before we started taping. And you have a connection to Chase Young, of course, the second overall pick who plays for Washington. Tell listeners a little bit about your relationship with him. Yeah, uh, I met Chase in eighth grade, you know, going into ninth grade that summer. You know, a school in Lowell, Merlin, Thanks and Plotty, uh, which was recruiting, recruiting all of us to come play uh, football for, for their high school. It's a private school, you know, and we really, that summer, really uh, bonded together. You know, and and until he, uh, you know, transferred to American Catholic, we even stayed good friends. And, and, and until now, I call him. You know, he calls me on, on a regular regular basis. You know, me me and my brother, we we, we we're very tight with uh, with Chase Young. That's really cool. Now, how did you first get your start in football? Like, how old were you when you first started playing little loop football? Like, what are your first also like your first couple memories of playing? Little loop football. Were you one of those star players right away, or was it more of a process? Because again, I've talked to many players who played college football, even in the NFL, where they weren't necessarily the star player right away. It kind of came a little bit later on in life for them. Like, how do you fall with that? Um, you know, started started playing football when I was seven. You know, me and me and my twin brother James. I can remember, you know, us really really pressing our parents that we wanted to play football because at first they wouldn't. They wouldn't let us play, you know, because we were, we were, they thought we were too young. But, you know, they gave us, they gave us a green light to, you know, start playing. You know, I can remember, you know, me and my brother starting the offensive line and defensive line. And, you know, as, as years went on, people started growing. I wasn't really growing, you know, and, and I, you know, that I was too small to play offensive line. And they, they thought, they threw me in the backfield. And, and that's when, uh, that's when I, I, I fell in love with the position, the running back position. You know, I thought it was a cool position that you can, you know, you can block, you can run the ball, catch the ball out of the backfield and do many things, you know. And and that's when uh, that's when I, I started loving loving the game. And, you know, I, I really, when I knew I, I had potential to, uh, to play the next level, the college level was part of my senior year, you know, uh, of high school. You know, that was really an epic season for, for me. You know, because, you know, I um, wasn't really getting the offers I thought I deserved, but that didn't really stop me because I had a coach, uh, Justin Winters. He went to the University of Buffalo. He's, he's an alum back in 08 when they won the MAC championship. And, you know, uh, his, his Buffalo Kent wanted me and my brother and the rest of the rest of history. Yeah. Uh, now, you mentioned St. Vincent Plotty High School. That's where you went to. And I looked up some stats and, God damn, man, you ran for over 2,000 yards and 23 touchdowns your senior year. I want to ask you a question, okay? Because I have a high school son who's just finished his senior year of high school. They just were in the playoffs down here. I'm in Florida right now, and they just wrapped up their season. They lost in the playoffs. And the experience of it all, like now you've went on to college. I'm sure you've had your ups and downs as a child. You talked about, you know, even in high school, you weren't recruited as heavily as you felt like you deserved to be. And quite obviously you're proving that on the football field every week right now. But just when you look back at your high school football career for a lot of these kids right now, where 
even fortunate enough to even be playing football right now because of COVID. But for these kids who kind of just wrapped up their career, like what are your memories of high school? And I'm not even just talking about the stats and the wins and losses because, again, your stats are phenomenal. Obviously, you're a fantastic football player who's went on the next level and you're achieving big things. But just the, the, the bond of playing high school football, I'm going to assume that a lot of those memories that you have are really good ones still to this day from high school, right? Yeah, unforgettable. You know, I met some of my, my, my best friends in high school, you know, uh, my brothers, you know, to this day, we still talk, you know, and it's crazy because we didn't, we, we didn't have a, 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 you know, we had coaches, you know, like I said, for my coach, coach Justin Winters, coach Ian, you know, coach, coach Pop, you know, they, 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 you know, they all played division one football. We didn't, we really didn't have a normal high school, you know, I guess high school time, you know, they, they really, they, they really pushed us, you know, to our limits, you know, uh, we wasn't, you know, every summer we were grinding, you know, uh, we were at our high school at Oaxon Field working out in the weight room at ninth grade through 12th grade. And I feel like that's, that's what we really made those bonds, that bond, you know, we wasn't out, you know, having fun, you know, partying, you know, at the mall, we was really, that bond came from us all all of us working hard and 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 just you know cracking jokes when we when we had lunch and then we'll work out again you know sometimes we'll work out three times a day and that's that that's that, that's where that's some of the memories i've never forget yeah and i'll tell you what when the when the final horn sounded or the clock struck zero whatever analogy you want to use at the end of your high school career now at this point you knew you were good enough to play at that next level but even so was it tough for you when that last game happened, whenever that last senior game ended for you and you knew that was it for high school, it was a little bit of an adjustment. Did it take you a minute or two to really kind of say, like, you know, you start looking forward to the future, but at the same token, like, it's tough. It's tough to to end this run, you know, with these guys that you became very close with. Yeah, it's definitely tough, you know, uh, that you're never going to play a down high school football number no more, you know, with those guys that you 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 you, you really – uh, really known for the last four years, you know, blood, sweat, and tears with those guys, you know, every game. And it, it's definitely tough, but you just got to know that 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 those guys are forever, you know, going to going forever be in your life. Yeah, for sure. Now, obviously, you go to UB, you as well as your brother, your twin brother, James, which is a really cool angle. I'll tell you what, let's, uh, for UB fans out there, who were a couple of schools that like did show? Now, like you said, you weren't that heavily recruited, but there were some schools that had an interest. What are a couple of those schools that did show interest? That well, you know, long story short, they missed out because you're tearing it up at UB right now. So, what are a couple of schools that you considered or that were at least showing interest in you before you and your brother ultimately chose to go to UB? Yeah. So my first offer was University of Kent State. Um, you know. From from Coach Jeff Burrow, and it's crazy because he's on the staff right now, uh, right now on UB staff. He coaches uh, safeties, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he and he offered me as an athlete. You know, he was on he was a he was the defensive coordinator at Kansas at the time and safeties coach. And he offered me as an athlete, you know, and and that was my I never forget that day. I, you know, it was like a like a like a weight that's off my shoulders because you know. All the college coaches that came through were saying, saying same things, you know, he's a good player, but, you know, he's too small, 
you know, uh, you, you, you name it, you know, uh, he, he's, he's a good player, but he's not, he doesn't fit our system. You know, and it kind of made me a little discouraged, you know, and, and like I said, I had a guy, Justin Winters, you know, still talking to this day, you know, he, he, he said, all you need is one. And then that, 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 that really helped my mentality, that underdog mentality, that, that whatever school, he, like, yes, man, I'm going to give, I'm going to give him my all, I'm going to give him everything. And that, that I'm going to show them what they, what they have and what other schools miss out on, you know, but, you know, Kent State, Toledo offered, um, Robert Morris, um, and I think that's 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 really it, you know. I, I yeah, after my senior the senior year that I had, I thought some more would be knocking. Then you know, uh, we of course we visited uh, UB. You know, they offered my brother sophomore year. They didn't really offer me until my my mid junior uh, junior year. And then you know, I looked at my brother. My brother looked at me. And then you know, one day he was like, "Man, we can we can see ourselves there." You know, uh, and uh, we committed because because uh, it's crazy because you know even before we knew anything about Buffalo, uh, like I said, uh, Coach Justin Winters, he was UB. He just all the stories he told us, you know, about the school guys. Guys, he introduced us to like James Starks, and, and he and I met Khalil Mack before. Khalil Mack came to St. Louis and Pilate before when 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 he was you know in this little draft process. Mm-hmm. I met Brandon Oliver. You know, I, I talked to both to this day. Had great relationship with all those guys, and and I just fell in love. Me and my brother fell in love with the school, and he committed. Yeah, well, it's really good, and obviously for UB fans, it was a a very big moment for them and then for the football program. So now you step on the college campus at UB, okay, and just like any other kid coming from high school, you go from being one of the big dogs in your high school to more of a, a small fish in a big pond when you first get to college. That's the same for everybody. I don't care. Your four star kid or one star kid it don't really matter. What was that experience like initially? Was it a little overwhelming at first? Like, how was the adjustment going from high school in limited Maryland to you know packing and going with your brother to to UB and maybe was having your brother with you for for that process that it make it a little bit easier to transition? Right. So it's crazy. I really didn't have. I had my transition was easy for for because I didn't have a normal like usually like. Uh, Freshman coming that summertime, but I had a gray shirt. Me and my me and my brother. So I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to uh, delay my enrollment to the next year's class and come mm-hmm. early enroll in January. So you know the coach wanted me to do that, and they did, they wanted my brother to come summertime, but my brother chose to stay with me until January, and all all those months, all those six months until January, we were working out. And when I when I say that that time really helped us grow as as just grow as four players, men, four young men, like helped our mental. We, we when we came that spring ball and went to workouts, we we knew that we were more than ready, you know, to step on on a college field. Yeah, and I mean, you didn't waste much time making an impact. Ran for over a thousand yards, named Mac Freshman of the Year, named to the All Mac Second Team. How were you able to make such an impact so early on in a Mid-major college D1 level program. Um, I, I, my mindset just came in. You know, I just wanted to contribute. You know, the best way I, I, I could. You know, and really, uh, you know, I, we already had. You know, there was already running backs ahead of me. You know, Emmanuel Reed, Jonathan Hawkins, and stuff like that. So I just, I just really wanted to contribute uh, on, on the field. You know, whatever, whatever way I could. 
And then, you know, probably I start playing a little bit, you know, and, and I feel like I always remember my freshman year of this, uh, this CMU game, my, our freshman year, you know, uh, that's where, you know, Kevin Marks and me kind of, we had a great game on, on, on in, in the rushing attack, you know, in, in our, in our, and our offensive coordinator, coach, coach and the coordinator, you know, he was just, he was just, you know, he came to me, me and Kevin was like, man, I'm, you guys, this, this is your backfield. I'm going to make you guys a duo. And me and Kevin just, you know, took, took it and ran with it, you know, and, 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 and it, well, like I said, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> well, last year, sophomore, you had the best running season in the history. You be ran for 1,790 yards and I'm sorry, 1,799 yards and 19 touchdowns. By the way, also a school record there. First team All-Mac, fifth in the nation. There were points last year, and this is what I was talking about early in, in our interview where I said you started to win. Your play started to win over a little bit more casual fans, and I think more eyeballs started to be on the program than maybe otherwise wouldn't have been. And I, I feel like it got to a point where everyone in that stadium knew you were getting the ball. Like not a lot of defenses were doing much to stop it. Well, like, what was your mindset last year after, you know, like you said, you talked, took some time to adjust and then you have you, what you do as a freshman. And then, and then as a sophomore, you have, now you have all the hard work that you put in. Plus now you have that experience that made a pretty big difference in 2019, right? Yeah, it made a huge, uh, huge difference, huge, huge, you know, and just coming in, you know, 2018, you know, coming in 2019, you know, we, we lost some guys, you know, Tyree, uh, KJ, AJ, you know, some, some, some main guys on the offense, you know, and then, and then, and then you know, they they we, we knew that we, we had, we had the time that the teams were going to sleep on us because, you know, we didn't have the same guys in the game. And I just, I just wanted to, I feel like I, I needed to step up, you know, and, you know, people, people do need to run the ball, but my thing is they got to stop it, you know, and, and, I, and that's what, you know, uh, that's what, we, we we go by that. They know what's coming, but they they got to stop it. And also, you know, I got credit to my guys, my big boys up front. You know, they do a great job for me and Kevin. You know, to to run through big holes and and run for these so many yards. So, yeah, for sure. Now, what was it like last year? Uh, getting to go to the Bahama Bowl. I mean, look, look, not even the football game. The football game itself, that's really cool. But just the experience going to the Bahamas. It was that kind of like one of those maybe uh. Thank you moments and maybe not even just going to the Bahamas and playing the Bahama Bowl, but sometimes you look back even right now as you're playing this season and you start to reminisce about being a young kid. And I'm sure you had dreams about doing what you're doing now as a kid. You know, it kind of becomes one of those pinch me moments. And I would, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it, it seems like it would be a pretty cool gig to be able to go to the Bahamas and, and play some football. Yeah, uh, that was a great experience, you know. Going to the Bahamas, you know, and during the weather when in Buffalo, you know, it's it's probably freezing cold during that time. <laughs> yeah. So it, um, so we so we we couldn't complain. It was a, a world class trip. You know, the Bahama Bowl was was a great was a great great you know uh, experience for us. And they're just just enjoying the beach, you know, the water, everything, everything, the scenery. It it was it was man. <laughs> I, if, you know, when, when, when the pandemic definitely ends, man, I wouldn't complain to go back. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, I, I'm sure you've come to love Buffalo. I've spent mo almost all my whole life in Buffalo. I know how awesome the city is, but the winter sucks and uh, it's cold. I mean, an opportunity to do something like that has got to be pretty cool. So, by the way, you took advantage of it. 173 yards, two touchdowns, the, the game MVP, too. So not a bad little uh, outing for you. Like, what were some of your goals 
coming into the season. And then we're going to talk for a minute or two about COVID and how that's kind of changed things, not just football, but just life in general. But before that, like coming into this season, you're uh, a preseason All-American. Like, What are some of your goals coming into this season? What were they? Uh, you know, my, my ultimate goal is, uh, I feel like, you know, is winning my championship. You know, that's, that's, that's something I want to do. That's something that's, that's, that's something that hasn't been done since 08. You know, we had a, a taste of the 2019 kind of didn't go our way, but I want to win one. I want to, I want to say that, you know, I was a part of a team that won a Mac championship here. Um, I was a part of a team that won the first bowl game here. I have to win a Mac championship. And I feel like until that's not done, you know, my job is not done here. Yeah, for sure. Now, like I mentioned COVID. So obviously life's changed a hell of a lot in 2020 with COVID being you being not just a, a cornerstone piece of this UB football program, but also just a college student. Forget the football aspect for a second here. How difficult has it been having to adjust to everything going on in this world right now around you, the, the restrictions that are going on, how careful you have to be the fear of society uh, of catching this or, or spreading it and stuff like that. It's just been obviously a very turbulent world for you, for, for me, for everybody in this world right now, like the adjustments and just the, everything that you got to do right now. It's, it's gotta be, especially and being on college campus too. That's gotta, you know, it's just been a very difficult thing. Like how have you been able to, to handle everything going on? And obviously some adjustments that you've had to make personally. Uh, really just being, you know, accountable, you know, being, taking care of myself, wearing the mask, being socially distant, you know, just doing the right things, you know, and not putting no one else, you know, my team in harm and no one else in harm. And, that, and that's really, really, uh, that's really it. You just got to, uh, you know, our team has done a great job adjusting, you know, our athletic trainers do a good job keeping us safe, you know, and really, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is I guess this is, this is the world we live in. You know, we can't, I can't just, you know, not, you know, I just can't, can't, you know, let, let this little, well, not little, but I can't, I can't let this, this virus stop, stop, you know, stop me from what, what, what I'm doing. You know, but I didn't doubt, I just want to follow the, the, the safe protocols, you know, and just continue, continue to, you know, get my education, continue to play football and, and, you know, just continue to keep everyone safe. What was your level of concern that, there might not even be a season this year for you. Yeah, it was it was concerning. You know, we was we was we came out. We was the first conference to cancel. It was. I mean, it was. I was, You know, everybody was disappointed. You know, I was disappointed. You know, because we didn't even we didn't even we didn't even try as a conference to you know uh, to just try to see if we can do it. And I felt like you know, well, at least you know here, you know, I, we had a great system. From, with the coaches and our athletic training staff and our, and our doctors, they had a, they they you know they was we was doing things the right way you know we weren't we weren't you know being being they weren't being crazy we were having small groups you know we were just doing it the right way and that's why I just felt like it was important you know uh, to try to get back to all that you know because the MAC is a is a unique conference you know uh, planned by mid midweek. You know, it's a it's a unique conference that I feel like, you know, and that conference definitely needs some more spotlight, you know, because sometimes we overlook from other conferences. Yeah, for sure. Now you've played three games so far this year. You already have five hundred eleven yards rushing, including a school record, three hundred one yards 
just last week at Bowling Green, which by the way, was a lot of fun to watch on, on TV. Um, it's uh, it's about as good of a start as I, I feel like you can hope for. I'm sure you're always going to want to do more, but you know, not just for yourself, but the team undefeated right now, a big game coming up this weekend. Uh, you have to be pretty happy so far, at least with, uh, with how the season's going for UB. Yeah, I'm happy, you know, the, uh, the way it's going so far. But this this team uh, is very focused. This team, is, you know, this team uh, really responds well, you know, to success. You know, we, we never we are never satisfied. We're always hungry. We have a mentality, just want to know each week. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this team, and I, I can't be more, more, more happy to be in this position with my teammates. Yeah, are you feeling the love back home at all? Like from where you're from, you know, friends that you had growing up with, kids you might have went to high school, stuff like that. There, it's. I mean, I'm in Florida right now, anyway. And again, I could put on ESPN. I put on the highlights. I see what you're doing out there. You feeling some of that love from 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 your childhood back home? Yeah, for sure, man. And, and, and you know, the Mac conference. That's why I feel like, man, this this, this is this is a uh, glad the Mac came back. You know, so. You know, not just not just me, but the whole conference as a whole. You know, can get get that spotlight. You know, they deserve. So there's there's some there's a lot of talented guys in this conference. You know, and you know, seeing Mac, you know, guys, you know, all 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 my people back home, they love Mac football now. They see it meet midday, midday, you know, mid week weeks and stuff like that. So I'm I'm glad to uh, to see that. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's funny because, like I said, I'm currently down here in Florida and UB comes down here to recruit. In fact, there's a kid on a, on your program. I know it's from my son's high school, Brady River High School, uh, Mark Davis. He's a cornerback in the program right now. But yeah, anyway, Mark, yeah, Mark, Mark Davis, yeah. Yep, yep. He, he, my, my son uh, played with him and I can't remember the kid's name, but there's another kid down here in, from Palmetto High School. Ah, uh, it's going to drive me nuts off, but I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's committed to UB. So UB definitely has a presence down here in Florida. I got a couple more things for you then I'll let you go. Like I said, I know you got a a big week ahead of you. No matter what you do, once you get to this level, there's always going to be some negativity out there. There's going to be those critics. You talk about it yourself a little bit. Like when you were being recruited, some people might say, well, oh, he's too small or he's not this, he's not that. How do you handle that negativity? Like how are you able to, to keep it outside of your own personal little bubble and not let critics or just negativity, maybe not just in football, but just in life, like social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be, when you get those people out there, those trolls, how do you not let that get to you? Um, uh, man, just really, just really don't don't listen to it. Don't pay no attention to it. You know, you really got you really have to uh, uh, mute all that out. You know, mute, mute negativity. You know, mute the hate. You know, mute, mute the praise in the sense of just have tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, last question here. Then we're gonna end with our little fun fact finale that we like to do. I'm not gonna ask you to think too far ahead because again you got a big game Kansas State on Saturday a lot of season left a lot of college football ahead of you here but is it hard sometimes to to not like peek into your future and know that you have a really good shot of playing a lot of Sunday football in your future right now you're playing a lot of Mac which is awesome Tuesday Wednesday I think that's really cool it gives me something to do in the middle of the week you're gonna be playing some Sunday football in your future I'm I'm just gonna say that I've talked to a couple draft experts that are, you know, on this podcast that I know pretty well. And I ask them, I, I say it straight. I'm just going to tell you this. I'm like, oh, is Jared Patterson a legit NFL prospect to a man? They're like, yep. You know what I mean? So 
Like, I know you're focused right now on just being the best player and the best teammate, and, and it's about the team, as it should be. But at the same token, it, you're peeking a little bit into the future. I'm sure at least you're excited about the possibility that, you know, just like a kid from high school who's good enough to go to college, their career doesn't end with that last high school loss. Your career might not end with that last win or loss in a bowl game at UB, that you have more football ahead of you. You got to be pretty excited about your future at this point, right? Yeah, definitely excited about uh, my future. You know, it would be a blessing, you know, just to, just to definitely play on the next level. You know, that's what I was growing up, you know, see, seeing Sunday football, watching it with my family. You know, uh, that would be a dream come true of mine. Yeah. You know, and just to, uh, just to, um, just to see where, where I came from, you know, to now, and if that happens, that, that would be a blessing, you know. And, uh, you know, like, like last person, you know, to be drafted from UB, man, I just want to be, I, I want to I wanna be, you know, one of those guys, you know, like Khalil Mack, Nation Shrek, and you name it, Stephen Means. So I want I wanna, I want to, I want to when, when, when it's all said and done, I want to say, yeah, Derek Patterson, he, he got drafted from the University of Buffalo. Yeah, for sure. You know, I lied. I got another question for you. So when you're in, in a typical non-COVID environment, all right, so you're at UB playing football. When you get a chance to get out, get around a little bit, Buffalo's known for wings. Are you a wing person? Absolutely. All right. What, what's your favorite, like, what's one or two of your favorite wing spots in Western New York when you get a chance to get some? So, probably I got top two. Well, I got a, a 1A and 1B, so my go-to is uh, Elmo's and, and Barbeel. You're going to say Elmo's. I shouldn't even ask you that. UB player, <laughs> I should have known better than to ask you that. That was a bad question. Barbeel's awesome, too. El- Elmo's is amazing, too, by the way. One of the best. Uh, amazing. Oh, my God. They're so good. But, uh, all right. So, anyway, we're going to end now. Fun fact finale. I'm just going to ask you uh, some random questions. Not a lot of deep thought required, Jared. Whatever the first thing that pops in your mind, that'll be your answer. You good to go? Yep. All right, let's go. Your favorite all-time athlete of any sport to this point? Ooh. I, I mean, Barry's up there and, and probably uh, Muhammad Ali. Okay. Muhammad Ali. Okay. What's your favorite city that you've been able to visit, whether it was a personal family trip, maybe a recruiting trip, or a team football trip, like what city have you looked at and be like, man, this is a beautiful city. I like this city a lot. Um, uh, what city? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Philly was a, was a nice, I'm trying to think. I, I, I'm not going to be better than that. Anything, anything. <laughs> probably, probably Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite go-to snack? Favorite go-to snack? Uh, ice cream. Okay. What movie have you probably rewatched more than any other? What movie? Uh, I like movies though. I'm trying to think. What is my favorite movie? Probably, probably Rush Hour. Okay. What is your favorite TV show? I don't know how much TV you get an opportunity to watch. It could be a, a current show or something from the past. But like, what's your favorite TV show to put on, current or past? Favorite TV show. I mean, I'm a big, I like, I like watching like first take, you know, first take is, is I, I watch that a lot. Okay. If you and I were at some karaoke joint right now and I was able to convince Jared Patterson to say, yo, get up there, perform something. What, what song would you get up there and, and sing if I could talk you into it? Oh, easy. I had a tiger. <laughs> really? 
really. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What would you consider? Let's you're going to call yourself out here. Like, what's your worst habit? Uh, my worst habit, probably sometimes I procrastinate. Okay, who's the funniest dude on the UB football team? Uh, Max Michelle. Okay. Who's your toughest opponent that you've played against so far? Doesn't have to be a star player, but just somebody you're like, God damn, this dude's tough. It could be someone from college, maybe even someone from high school, whatever. Uh, let me see. Probably, uh, let me see. I mean, short, Baham, no, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he had a NIU, what's the guy, the DM, his name? Sutton Smith, freshman year. He, 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 was, he was a heck of a player. Okay. Second last question here. What's a fun fact about you that maybe most people don't know? A fun fact. Um, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a big R&B guy. Okay. Last question here. And this one might take you a minute, so I'll, I'll give you some time to work through it. But I ask this question to every guest that I have on. Always the last question here. So you could have three celebrity, historical, doesn't matter, figures at your apartment for you're going to get a pizza, right? And you can sit down at the table and you could have some, some eats with three people, any people on the face of this earth, past or present. Who's going to be at that table with you? I need three people, celebrity, historical, don't matter who it is. And let me think, celebrity, historical, doesn't matter. Yep. Um, let me see. For sure, I'll probably, I need Kevin Hart. Okay. Me, Kevin Hart, for sure. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I always stump people with this. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Uh, Will Ferrell. Okay. Uh, and I'm thinking who else. So you're trying to laugh at dinner. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to laugh. <laughs> who else? I need someone. And let me think. Dang. I'm trying. Uh, 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 I go with uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I go the with Rock. All right. The Rock, yeah. Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart. That's a great combination there. All right, everyone. Follow Jared on Twitter at underscore JP26. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Big game on CBS Network Saturday against Kent State. Best of luck to UB. Best of luck to you, Jared, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've become a big fan of you on the field. I really am glad that I've had a chance to talk to you, and I'm sure... A lot of people out there are going to really love to hear from you as well. So thanks for being on the podcast, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, boys and girls, that is going to do it for another episode. Very big thank you one more time. Jared Patterson, man, I was excited to have him on the podcast. I can't wait to see what this kid does not only with the rest of this season, but in the future. Such a big, bright future ahead of him. I'm very excited to watch it. So thank you very much again, Jared. Guys, girls, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please go ahead and do that right now. Rate a review. Only takes a couple seconds to do, and I promise you this, it really helps me continue to grow this podcast. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms out there. Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, iHeart, I don't even know. If it's a big one out there and it has podcasts, you'll find this one. Uh, also, check us out on YouTube. Talk About Flow Podcast YouTube channel. 
Got some highlight clips from current and past episodes up there. Maybe I'll get a clip or two from this conversation with Jared. Also, pretty soon, and I keep saying that, but I really mean it pretty soon, I'm going to start having original content on that channel that you'll only find there. Not going to hear it anywhere else, not even this podcast. So again, Talking Buffalo Podcast, YouTube channel. Then, of course, last but not least, follow me on Twitter, at Pamoran Tweets. I'm constantly on Twitter, podcast updates, promos, upcoming guests, all kinds of stuff going on there, at Pamoran Tweets. Thank you so, so much for listening. I say it all the time. I mean it. There's so many podcasts out there, so much good quality competition. And when I could get your ears for 30, 45, 60 minutes, whatever it may be, I promise you that does not go lost on me. I'm very grateful, very humbled, very appreciative for all that. So thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Buffalo Bills back in action on Sunday. I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the next show next Tuesday.